Today's guest is beauty executive at one of the fastest growing prestige company, including Smashbox, Kay Somerville, and Juicy Moran Cosmetic. But as a long-time asthma sufferer, I didn't know you have asthma, Amy. Your skin is so beautiful. Oh, that's like, really kind of you. I've had eczema my entire adult life. So since seriously? I was like 18. Oh my God, I was suffering from that when I saw, well, when I saw you for our mm. mutual friend's birthday. I was still trying to recovering for that. So, mm. so I, I guess me and you would never get into that conversation because I would ask you for help because yeah, I was... Yeah, I'll tell you all the things. Yeah, so so I'm doing... Okay, so everyone in the audience. Um, so I met Emmy do our mutual friends and I know she, I know you in a beauty product, but I had to admit, I didn't know like your beauty product was actually from the source of you were suffering for asthma because... Yeah. I have that problem and you see me, I hardly have any makeup on is because for the same reason. Um, and it was so nice of you when we saw you, you even brought like a little product for me. Um, and then so your product, the, the lip gloss is one mm -hmm. thing I carry with me all the time. Aww. And I I have to admit, like I, I just not really good with makeup and I always hesitate pulling on my skin just because I have like patches everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. So the one product I really love and I still carry with my travel bag is the one that you can use for your cheek and your lip. Oh, the blush? Yes. Yeah. Can you use it for your lip too? Or do yeah, I just you do it that? on your cheek and your lip for sure. Okay. So I was using that. So, you know, it was funny because I was going to do the introduction about you. But then when I saw the nib, I was like, what? Asthma? I don't even know you have asthma. <laughs> I and mean, that's what We're it actually, is. We're um, actually, has, so if you look at our products, we have this, um, it's called the National Eczema Association Seal of Acceptance. Uh -huh. We're the only beauty brand that's 100% adherent to the National Eczema Association. So that means we abide by a pretty strict no-no list. We abide by, we're clean at Sephora, we're clean at Goop, clean at Credo, but which really is just another word for like non-toxic. Um, and then in addition to that, we also abide by the National Eczema Association's standards. So we avoid a big list of irritating ingredients and then we test everything to make sure that it is um, safe for sensitive skin and dermatologist approved. Do people know about that or just me? Because I, people like me with really sensitive skin, I mean, you know, I, first of all, I don't know how to put makeup. So your, your blush line, the one that I got from you, um, it was perfect because for travel bases, I travel so much was I just use it for the lip and, and blush was easy. And you're right, mm -hmm. you know, before I even find out today, that was as, you know, you started this company because you were as a sufferer like me. Yeah. Um, I actually did it on my cheek and then it was fine. Yeah. I had no problem with it. So it makes sense now. Well, um, I mean, it's so much, yeah. that's actually the reason why I wanted to make makeup specifically was because I wanted to be able to cover my problems yeah, and I didn't want to put something on my skin that would make my skin worse. Mm, exactly. And so I was looking for products that were just that safer sensitive skin and also clean because um, if you have a working skin barrier, meaning that it's not inflamed or red or broken, then your skin actually should do a pretty good job of protecting you and keeping anything bad out. Like, I mean, we're affected by so many things pollution, et cetera. But if you're like me, if you have eczema or if you have acne or anything where your skin barrier is compromised, mm -hmm. then things get inside of your skin and they go into your, your skin is your body's largest organ. What goes on your skin goes into your bloodstream. Um, 
I don't know, they say for a working skin barrier, 70% of what goes on your skin goes into your bloodstream. I don't know if that's true, but then to me, if it's an open skin barrier, it's like everything's going in. So I just feel like for people with sensitive skin, I just try to be a little more careful around what I'm putting in our products. No, I love you for that. That's awesome. I mean, besides the fact that you're an awesome girlfriend, but you know, like yeah. I didn't know that's what Tower 28 was based on. And thank you for showing me the 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 logo. So now yeah. when I'm looking for products, skin product, now I know that's why I was supposed to look I for. I mean, it's how I was um, shopping for like my detergent and for my soaps and like just my household items. And so when it came to launching Tower 28, I was like, I'm already shopping this way and I use this as a resource. Um, and so that's how we started making our products. I just really believe in, yeah. uh, there's a lot of beauty brands that take a, they, they exclude things based on what they believe. And I like thinking that we exclude things based on what third-party verification tells us to, because at the end of the day, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a chemist. Um, and I believe in other people who do the research and they spend their lives doing that. So mm -hmm. whether it's sustainability or it's, um, but, you know, trying to be more clean, safe for sensitive skin, we really do look to third parties who are really knowledgeable in those areas to kind of think about whose advice to follow. Do you always suffering for asthma? The reason I asked that was I know you were in the beauty industry cosmetic for many years before you started your own company. Mm -hmm. So for somebody if we always have, you know, the, the skin problem, um, how you even got into the beauty cosmetic industry, you know? So, yeah. So I have always had, I've had eczema since I was like 18. Okay. Um, and I think the reason why it became more important to me, honestly, was because I felt really insecure. I felt really, I was always a person that met with Sephora that met with Nordstrom, Neiman Marcus. And I was always doing this. I was like selling the next greatest, you know, way to perfect your skin or to make your makeup look great. Um, and I felt like, but don't look at me because I would get it on my hands and I would get it on my face, mostly like um, here. And I still get it sometimes on my neck. Yeah, I do too. Um, it's my neck, my forehead. Yeah. Oh, really? I, I never mm -hmm. get it on my forehead. I only get it on my neck. I used to get it on my eyelids. Quite a oh, bit. yeah. I get that too, like my eyebrow or something. And I used to give it around my nose for some reason. Mm -hmm. um, but that was really the impetus for me was because I felt really self-conscious about it. And I wanted to be able to cover it up. And I felt a little bit like, I don't know where do you work in the beauty industry? No one ever said this to me, but I felt like I was supposed to know how to wear makeup and I was supposed to know how to, you know, I was supposed to have nice skin and these types yeah. of things that um, you tell yourself. And so I, you know, and I also want to be able, one of the fun things about working in beauty is you get to try all the products and you get to be part of the process. Yeah. That's what I think you would love. Well, yeah. it's like, that was the benefit, right? <laughs> Totally. But it was really hard for me to do that. And I became really nervous, right? Like I was working at Josie Marin, whose number one product is argan oil, which is a nut. And I was like, yeah. hey, I'm allergic to nuts. Oh. And I like wouldn't touch any of the products. And I got really nervous. Oh, you know, no. I just didn't know what was wrong with me. And ultimately something like eczema, rosacea, like there are these certain anti like inflammatory conditions where we don't know why we get them, but they're also, yeah. there's no cure for it and there's no, and it's chronic. Yeah. So it just come back whenever. Control it. Yeah. So the only, my, my was like stress, 
you know, yes. and then and yes. for you, you said you started when you were 18. Mine was like, I think I have it much later. I think it may be because my stress level just can't take it anymore. So, yeah. yeah. I, I think I, I started when I was like 18, but I didn't, um, it, it ebbs and flows for me with stress. Yeah. Yeah. So the more stress I feel, it's like, I wear my stress, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So then, so that's how you come up with tower 28, but why you name tower 28? So tower 28 is a real lifeguard tower at the intersection of Santa Monica and Venice. Okay. And- Um, what happened was very truly, I was trying to name the company and it's hard to name companies these days because you have to get the handles, you have to get the website. There's all, and you have to get Mm -hmm. the trademark and I couldn't come up with a name. And then a friend of mine sent me a text one day and she was like, we're all going to the beach, meet me at tower 28. And I thought the beach has always been this place to me. And I've, I've lived on the West side. So I live close to the beach and I've lived on the West side for over 20 years now. And one of the things I love about the beach is that it's this place everybody gets to enjoy a clean and healthy lifestyle. And for me, that's kind of what I hope Tower 28 is. So our products are a pretty, it's like a mastige price point. So if we're, our products are sold at Sephora and Goop, so prestige environments, but it's the entry level price point in that environment. So our lip gloss is $16 instead of being $25. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Cause then a lot of, it's more affordable for people and it's more affordable for people. And what I really wanted was I wanted people to, I, I kind of, and I still feel like this. I feel like the conversation around, um, healthy food is kind of very similar where it's like, why is it only wealthy people? Yeah. I mean, you know, like I can, I can tell you like the group, right. They, They were saying, well, that's only for the wealthiest, but you know, yes. Yeah. Right. And so, and I mean, by the way, I used to think that about Goop and now like, I'm really proud that Goop is selling our products. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I think that opens it up for people because even if you're talking about, I don't, whether you're talking about like different um, races, but also different income levels, Mm -hmm. right. And ages, right. Like I'm looking at like my own kids, like I want, I wanted, I have two daughters and I wanted my daughters to be able to buy something that was Good for the skin. Better for you. So, like, even if you think about, again, I don't know if the statistic is true, but people say that if you wear lip product every day, you eat seven pounds of it a year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but if it is, but I can see that. Yeah. But certainly some part of that is true, right? Because you're ingesting it. And so then why shouldn't it be something that is literally edible? So, our lip gloss is made out of um, basically like oils. Oh, I, I really love the lip gloss that, that I got the clear one. Cause you can put it on over everything. Yeah. And I'm so glad that now you tell me it's eatable. <laughs> so I, I mean, we use, wow, we use essential oils or fragrance. So we use, um, like a food grade flavor in it. So what you taste in it is literally like edible. Oh, wow. And then it's, it's true that people were suffering for skin condition. Um, cause I get scared trying um stuff like you know all the name brand the luxury brand mm-hmm. everybody like wow this is the fountain review or makeup and <laughs> and and for me is like wow I wish I can try but I wouldn't even take up like the chance just because I know like my yeah. skin would literally inflame you get redder yeah you know and then you just you're just gonna see me coming out with patches like red spot and then if I put like cover stick over it it just make it worse it just then you get really dry so yeah yeah. 
And then I think that when you I really the- that really resonates with me. I I yeah. understand very much how that feels. Yeah. And then it's like I- how many people can afford like a nice, uh, I, I, you know, so far I was like, when I was in school, like it was like, such a great place to go and shop. Right. And if for someone who has a skin problem, and if you don't have certain income, you can't just buy a bunch of stuff and try it out. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's amazing. So when you, you must be like, totally don't get the benefit when you're working for all this beauty product. Cause you probably can't even try those. Right. I mean, before, right. Yeah. I mean, now I can use all of our, our products and the irony is we, you know, we, I set out to make a makeup company. I ended up launching this product or SOS spray and true, very truly, like you said, like I actually have, I've never had such little eczema in my life now. So I still get it once in a while, but I mostly get it on my neck and I don't really get it on my face anymore. And I really don't get it on my hands very much anymore. Um, and I think it is very much like it is the product. What is that? Can you tell me about it? Because I'm interested. Yeah, no, this is so this is actually our number one selling individual SKU. Our lip gloss is our best selling kind of product family, but this product is our only skincare product. We're launching another one actually next month. Oh, um, congratulations. I'm looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah. But this one is called our SOS spray, and it is basically an antibacterial, anti-inflammatory spray. So what it does is it essentially all skin that has um, is angry, essentially has inflamed skin. And the thing that makes inflamed skin worse is your skin wants to heal itself. But if it essentially gets bacteria, that's what makes it harder because it's trying to fight the bacteria. It doesn't have a chance to like heal itself. Okay. What this does is it keeps your skin calm and, and soothe with mm-hmm. the anti-inflammatory that benefits, but then it also helps, um, keep it clean because of the antibacterial so that your skin can heal itself. Oh, good. I need that because that's the, uh, yeah, it's like a yeah, vicious cycle. Really, I mean, honestly, if you spray it, like I would say in general, like we'd say you can use it as almost like a replacement for your toner. So you would cleanse and then you would use our SOS spray and then you would do your moisturizer or whatever your actives are. Yeah. Um, and I personally use it. I don't cleanse my skin in the morning because I'm getting older and I'm dry. Yeah. And I like using it just straight away to help clean my skin in the morning. And then I go into um, moisturizer and everything else. Mm, um, yes which I actually have a pretty simple skincare routine, but then I use, and then I use it at night as well. But if I'm going through something active, I'll use it throughout the day a few times. Oh, I need that because it's really interesting. You say it replaced a toner because for me, because my skin is really dry. I, you know, that's my, so really dry skin. Yeah. So I can, there's a lot of toner I can even use, even though when you say it's alcohol free, it's still dry my skin. So I'm glad. Well, this product is only three ingredients. It's literally like a purified water, a salt, and salt is a natural um, preservative. And then an ingredient called hypochlorous acid. Hypochlorous acid is an ingredient that our bodies make. Our bodies make it in defense of anything that it understands to be um, kind of under attack. Mm -hmm. And so what it does is it does the same thing. It helps keep it. It's the antibacterial anti-inflammatory. It's the active ingredient in it. Oh, that's so because wonderful. it's 100% natural and your body makes it, your body kind of also knows what to do with it. It's your two daughters must be so happy. They must be like, yay, <laughs> they get to try all the makeup, all the cosmetic and the beauty product. I mean, I, I have a 12 year old and an eight year old. 
spotter. And I think that, you know, it's a constant struggle because I don't really want them to wear makeup either yet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, to steal I, just, yeah. I just don't see, I don't think they need to do it that early, but at this, I let them wear lip gloss. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think naturally they have such an interest in it because it's what I do. So what do you think about you having this beauty products and building this empire? I saw on your um, social media how when um, Sephora came your item, you brought them with you. It's so oh, cute. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. That TikTok, um, we posted it on uh, Instagram, but we posted it on TikTok. And it mm -hmm. went, I mean, I think it's at 2.2 million views right now. Oh, my gosh. And we've put zero paid behind it. It's like our highest, I mean, it just, we people have been so interested and it was the first time that my kids started having people recognize them. Like people came up to my kids and they were like, wait, is your mom? Like, I mean, they're, they're people at school, oh. but it was really interesting. No, but to answer your question, I think, um, not just my girls, but I have a son too. I have a 14 year old oh. son. Oh, wow. Um, and I think it's great for both of, I mean, for both the boys and the, the girls and my, my son to see, me doing it um not only because I'm a woman because I'm a woman of color but I'm also their their mom and I think one of the reasons I really wanted to do it was because I felt like I don't know in general I feel like the it, it feels so gendered sometimes I went to my son had um, when he was in preschool they brought us in for like a parent day and they had these signs up that were like um, what does your mom do while you're at school? And what does your dad do while you're at mm -hmm. school? And they had all the kids answer the questions. And in general, the statements were very similar, which is like, what does your dad do? He talks on the phone. He works on his computer. He works like all these things. And then for the female side of it, what does your mom do? It was like, my mom exercises, my mom cooks, my mom cleans, my mm -hmm. mom and it just felt so gendered mm -hmm. that I really wanted my kids to feel like women can do lots of things and not just um, clean and cook, which obviously is a job in and of itself. It's a very hard job. Yeah. But, um, and mostly I just, I think I wanted them to, I want them to see me like try and strive and even fail sometimes. Right. But just like try to live a dream. What was your parents inspire you to have your own company? You know, like being Asian and like yeah, Asian parents. I mean, well, my dad, so my parents um, grew up in Taiwan. Mm -hmm. They moved to America in the 70s. Um, oh, was, we still need to get Taiwanese food, by the way. Amy would be talking yeah. about this. Me, you, and our mutual friend, Ellen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's why we have to go to Hot Pot. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dad, um, my dad became an entrepreneur, but I don't, he didn't do it because he, had a dream to become an entrepreneur. I think he would say he did it because he had to. He didn't feel like he was able to get the jobs that he was looking for. On um, he felt like there was a certain glass ceiling for him as mm -hmm. um, a Chinese man in California. So even he was a contractor. He did. He was a property developer. Mm -hmm. But honestly, he really only worked in the San Gabriel Valley. Like that was because he was working with other, essentially not even Asian, just Chinese people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I think, um, I did watch him like do it. And I think that definitely inspired me to want to do it. But the funny thing is he was like, don't do this. It's so hard. Oh, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> you don't want to do it. Um, but I think I saw the juxtaposition of him versus my mom. My mom had 
a salaried job where she, you know, clocked in, clocked out. She was an auditor for like very big companies like Southern California Edison and uh-huh. Kaiser Day. And she just didn't like love her job the same way. She went to it and she did it, but she didn't have all the feelings, you know, and my dad, I saw him have all of the feelings and just, he was so into it and he had that passion for it. So for sure, I was, um, I was, I, I definitely took a cue from my, my dad in that situation. Um, but I think honestly, he's really surprised that not only as like a woman, but in, as an Asian woman, mm-hmm. that I've been able to have even the success in my career that I have, because I think he really felt like he was capped. And he actually ended up moving back to China because of that. Oh, wow. Okay. But then it was really, it's funny how they always say, don't do it. You know, even though they love what to do, they like, didn't want the children to follow this stuff because they see how hard it is. Well, he's also not wrong. It is hard, right? I mean, (laughs) but look, you know, he he must be so proud of you now. Like seeing the fact the child 28 is in Sephora and on Coop. And now I see, I actually see your 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 billboard sign while I was oh, driving. Yeah. I even took you a picture to show you. Yeah, it's it's so like I'm so proud of you. I take a picture oh, and I show you. it to you. I was like, oh my god, I just saw your sign. So yeah. And now I definitely like I and I'm so happy you come up with a product that they really like fix some of the solution, like the problem that we have, like people with skin problem. And this is the reason why I don't wear makeup. Be honest with you. Um, and then so you I'm very ours because ours is all safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'm so happy. And then that makes sense because you know, when you give me that blush, I was like, oh, this is perfect. You know, it's like I, I was thinking more for travel purpose. And uh-huh. then I didn't have any problem with this. And now when you explained it, that totally makes sense. So yeah, I'm 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 gonna be your biggest fan. Not because Yay. of my girlfriend, but yes, I'm your biggest fan. So yeah. And then so how you manage your time? Because I, I didn't know you have three. I thought you had two little girls. You, mm-hmm. you look great, by the way, having three kids. I don't know how you do it. So how do you manage fine. your time? <laughs> like, I barely can, like, take care of one. So. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. At some point, it's, like, not that different, right, to have one. I mean, it is. It's not, I don't think it's ever been easy. When I had one kid, I didn't think it was easy. When I had two, I didn't think it was easy. Now I have three they're older, which makes it a little bit easier. Like I have a 14 year old, a 12 year old and an eight year old. I think the other thing that helps is my husband who works with me, Mm -hmm. um, is like a true partner, right? So he really does. He's not like a passive father. He's very much, um, a partner to me. And I think that makes a huge difference. Oh, so he, it's a hard to work with your husband in a composting company. I think there's pros and cons to everything, right? I think at the end of the day though, so he's our CFO. Mm -hmm. And I think the number one benefit of it is there's literally no one I trust in the world more than my husband. And so um, it just allows me to kind of like let go of of certain things. And I just, and I think because he understands um, what I'm going through because he sees it, you know? So I think there's just a different level of support and understanding than if we were kind of like both chasing different things mm-hmm. um so we're kind of all in on this now oh that's good so you got on the same team yeah you have the same, same team and I would say that's true across the board right so it's like mm-hmm. whether we're talking about our kids whether we're talking about the business like I don't know I think it's a my husband and I have been together for 23 years we actually we met on the love boat 
Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, did you went to UCLA? I think that's one of the things. I went I was... to UC San Diego. UC San Diego, and then you were. I I think you were in sorority, right? So I was in a sorority, um, and I went to Love Boat the summer between my junior and senior year in college. Okay. He went the summer after college, um, and we met in Taiwan, and but we didn't start dating. He was he stayed there for a year because he did a Rotary scholarship, and then uh-huh. when he came back. We sort of reconnected once I was in my first job. Um, and then shortly after that, we started dating. So it's been a long time, but yeah, it's like probably one of the things I'm the most proud of is not really just my business, but my my family life. Yeah, you got grow together. And then yeah, that's a true partnership. Together. That is mm-hmm. a true partnership. And then I think having a great support system really helped, right? So I mean, I think having somebody believe in you mm-hmm. is there's not a gift quite like that in the world. When you told him that you want to create your, you know, the stable job, he was totally down for it or he was like hesitating. Well, actually, I think the thing, the real gift he gave me wasn't um, this. It was starting even four years before that. So I worked in the beauty industry for call it like 15 years. And then I was really unhappy in my job and I told him and he was like, why don't you quit? And I was like, what? I didn't know I could quit my job. Like that's a real thing. And he was like, listen, if you're not happy, just quit. And I had never quit a job without having another one. And I just never even considered it. Mm -hmm. And I quit the next day and I took four years off where I just consulted. I had a third child. I remodeled a house. And I think that is a true gift to be able to have um, time Mm -hmm. to figure out what you want to do, to be able to like really be thoughtful about your decisions and how you spend your time and figure out what you really want. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, that's wow. like, I will never quite be able to like repay him for. Oh, no, we like him. We all like him. <laughs> he's, <so great. laughs> no, he's the best. Yeah. He's here somewhere. I wonder if he can hear me. I know I was going to say, hi. <laughs> I was like, hi. No, that's amazing. So what would you, what would be your next Project or what's your goal? What's your next thing that you will want to accomplish for Tall Twenty Eight? So we're um, right now we are largely a makeup brand. We have mm-hmm. um, mostly color cosmetics, and we have this skincare product. Oh yeah, I'm getting that um, by the way. <laughs> and so one of the things I really want to do is to continue developing on the skincare side. Mm-hmm. So we actually have a product launching next month. Um, that's a skincare product. And we just found out today that we won a really big award for it, Oh, which I'm not allowed to say which one. Okay. Award. Um, congratulations. I- anyway, I'm, I'm going to tell you congratulations first. Yeah. yeah. So no, it's, I mean, I think that's kind of the next big thing right now is just really you know, to so much of what we do is centered around serving people with sensitive skin and making them feel not only safe, but like I get such tremendous joy from when people use our products, like specifically this one, the SOS spray, and it really changes their skin. And like reading the reviews is so rewarding. So this next product we're launching, I think is also literally a game changer so, I'm so yeah excited. I can't wait I mean I'm super excited yeah. even for my own self-interest so I <laughs> know I'm I I didn't I didn't know there was an option beyond yeah no totally yeah it's funny because we put it like on so many things like we put this little seal on mm-hmm. um and like if you look at our what we look like in store on the end cap it's like written all over the things and I'll stand there and I'll tell someone oh like we're safe for sensitive skin or whatever. And it literally says that. And people are like, oh, I had no idea. And I'm yeah. 
<laughs> no, I'm serious. Like I, 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 yeah, I think we need to, we, we, I, I pretty much just give up. I pretty much is like, <laughs> there's nothing for me unless it's like a doctor prescription or something like that. You know, like yeah. the, when you go to like doctor's office, you made their own. I, I thought that was the only thing I can use. So I didn't even like think that I have the option can go to Sephora and buy something pretty and fun and, you know. Well, and that's like, I'm so happy you said that. That's literally what I was hoping to do was like, I always felt like when I was buying products that were safe for sensitive skin, it always made me feel like a patient or like yeah. there's something wrong with me. Yeah. So yeah. I, and maybe that's why it's also hard <laughs> to tell that our products are safe for sensitive skin because I also didn't want them to be, um, I want it to be cute. I want it to be. Yeah, cute. exactly. No. And then I like your package. I like the fact that it was fun and it made me feel like, um, it's just like, I can use something cute and fun, you know, it's yeah. not just like medical kind of prescribed stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry. I'm still trying to recover cold, but, um, okay. <laughs> what would you give advice to like the young people who want to start a business? I mean, honestly, I think the thing that, and this is maybe a hot take, I'm not sure if people will like hearing this, but I feel like the best thing I did was learn on someone else's dime. And I got experience before mm -hmm. I went out there and I did it. I think that we, as a society have really glamorized entrepreneurship and made it seem so sexy. And it is, there's a lot of it that is that. And it's so amazing to be able to I don't know, have like to, to be fulfilled and to own your own time and to build something is really amazing. But I would say to get some experience really makes a difference. I really think it has made all the difference for me. No, I, you know, it's funny because that's the same um, advice I give young lawyer because I get a lot of young lawyer to ask me, oh, should I open my own practice? Right? Should I open my own business? And I always say the same thing as a good experience. Yeah. There's just so many stuff that like, it really take experience and time to get. And yeah. And I used stuff. to teach, um, I used to teach at FITM, the um, Fashion Institute and Design Merchandising School. And um, back in like, I would say like 15 years ago when I would teach and I would say like, okay, whatever, what is everybody here to learn? What do you want to do after yeah. school? And they would all say like product development, marketing, like different functions of mm -hmm. the beauty industry. And I would say like five years ago when I was teaching, like 80% of the people would raise their hands and say, I want to start my own business, if not 90%. Like now so many people do, which is fantastic. But I also think like there are so many after working for as long as I have, there's still so many things I don't know. So just to like safeguard you a little bit and give you a little more confidence, go, go get some experience so you can kind of, I don't know, make mistakes on someone else's. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for giving that great advice for our audience. Um, yeah. Cause every, everybody that come to you, this podcast, I always want to leave something for a young listener, like what you can take away from that and, you know, to inspire other women. So, um, so I always say, you know, what would you give the younger, younger self, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> if you talking to Amy, like 20, 30 years ago, I mean, you so young, like 10 years ago. <laughs> You know, what would I you am say? not so young. <laughs> well, I know how old you are, so don't don't worry. I feel the same way. So, um, 
or like what would you give advice to like the young you know young people who want to start their own business like what advice you would give them you know so yeah I mean, I honestly, I would just tell myself it would all be okay. I think the decisions you make, we give ourselves such pressure. I think when not, I would, I was going to say when we're young, but the truth is we give ourselves pressure all the time. Oh yeah. I mean, that's how my asthma come up, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. And and that's, I think so much of the stress to your point and like the inflammatory issues that we have, I think it's all very connected. Mm-hmm. Um, And in general, I think we're so, as a society, so achievement-based, so outcome-oriented. And I have to give, I'm trying to give the same advice to my younger self that I would to myself today, which is really just to be like happy on the journey and not so attached to just the outcome. Oh my God. A lot of times you you really can't control the outcome in a lot of ways. So, so many things could happen. And so if you don't enjoy it during, then- why did you do it? I had a um, an entrepreneur once give me the advice of like, the best thing to do is just like, just be chill and even all the time. Like, don't feel the ups and don't feel the downs, but just like, take it all with equanimity. And I was like, so hard. I, doing it? <laughs> yeah. I, need to feel, I need to feel the positive moments or else I can't handle the low ones, you know? Yeah. Huh. So I'm trying to give myself like the permission and let myself really feel those um, happy moments too. But you know what? It's really good that you telling me what you just said. It's almost like that was a message for me. Um, is is not to attach the result, and you really have to enjoy the journey. Because for me, is you know, building the company is I just want to get there because I want to see it. I want to make it work. You know. Um, I mean, it's hard because the yeah. things that people like to talk to you about are like, when are you going to sell the company? How much is your revenue? What are the you know, like how many employees do you have? It's it's so. Um, outcome oriented. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really hard to not like look around you and be like, oh, well, this person started the same time I am. I did. And how far are they? And yeah. Know, and I think that's human nature a little bit, but I, I try really hard just to like stay in my own lane and be like, you know, like everybody has their own, their own journey. God, I feel like Oprah Winfrey just spilled to you, you and I. <laughs> it's true. I mean, we all, but also like, you could look at me and be like, wow, she started so late, right? Like I didn't start until I was 39 when I raised money. And mm-hmm. so it's it's been a minute, right? 40, that's 40 when I raised money. Yeah, that, look at what you are now. So you know what, it, is, it's, it, it doesn't matter, right? So- But like, to me, I feel like I might, and sometimes people are like, oh, it's like an overnight success. And I'm like, I mean, or I worked in the industry for 20 years, you know, it's mm-hmm. been a long exactly. time that I've worked in the same industry. Yeah. Um, and so maybe once I started doing it, it, felt, it was a little more accelerated and I definitely had more access than mm-hmm. I would have when I was like 25 years old. Like if I was 25 years old doing this and I didn't have any experience and I'm not an influencer, would Sephora have called me back? Yeah. No, they would not. Right. Yeah. right? Um, but because I had a track record and I was, I had a relationship they weren't necessarily going to say yes, but they were going to meet with me because they at least they're me. open to it. Yeah. It's, 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 so what you get from that experience is actually help you to accelerate your progress. And yeah, it also opened a door for you. Connection, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah agree. 
Well, thank you, Amy, so much for Thanks being on for the show today. Me. No, it was awesome. So me and you, we have to go get a hot pot and Chinese food. I mean, for so, sure. Will yeah. you let me know next time you guys go? I'm jealous. Yes, yes <laughs> definitely. Thank you so much. I work have across you. the street from Heidi Lau. What? You do? Mm-hmm. I'm in Century City. Okay, so now we know. So now we're gonna have lunch with you. Okay, perfect. I know. I think I yeah. We'll 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 go sometime. Yeah, we call you when we get there. All right, take care. Perfect. Thanks. Bye. Thanks Bye. for having me. Bye. Thank you.